It's the Sign Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren. What a great topic tonight. 101 Simple Ways to Show Your Husband You Love Him. And it's by Kathy Lipp, the author. And Kathy is a busy conference speaker, retreat speaker, and the author of a lot of books, including The Husband Project, Clutter Free, Happy Habits of Every Couple, and a book called Overwhelmed. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Michael. So glad to be here. How do you how do you top a book like this? 100 simple uh, <laughs> ways to show your husband you love him. And my my wife said that you are the all time best wife ever after reading this book. Oh well, that's very sweet. But let's be very clear; those are a lot of ideas from other people as well. And I would like uh, to say that I do. <laughs> I thought it was the real thing. Hard. I work very hard at being a good wife, but you know my husband makes it pretty easy, so I'm a lucky wife. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you have a lot of pressure here because uh, you know it's a good book here. Now, so where do we really begin? Because you have a lot of great topics. I asked you before; you said you don't have a copy, but you wrote the book, so you can tell me uh, what do you want people to know about this book? Absolutely. Uh, what I would want them to know is that I'm not expecting any wife to do 101 things in a row to bless her husband. But what I'm saying is this, <laughs> is when we get to know the heart of our husband, we know what it encourages him, what uplifts him. And most of our husbands are walking through their day with no specific encouragement. Nobody at work is saying, hey, Bill, great spreadsheet. You know, you really rocked my world with that. Nobody is doing that. And so really the encouragement is left up to wives. And I think as as women, we have a lot of people, at least I do in my life, have a lot of people who are encouraging me, friends and um, coworkers. Oh, women really seem to uh, attract that kind of encouragement, but men not so much. And so many of our men need to be filled up on a much more regular basis than they are. Well, the first thing that we have to counteract is attitude. That is your word yeah. in the book. Yeah. What is attitude? It's uh, it's the expectation that we're going to be annoyed. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> you know, when we look at why we married our husbands in the first place, usually those same, same things that first attracted him to us or us to him are the same things that kind of drive us crazy. So he was, you know, he was spontaneous when we were dating and now he's unpredictable. You know, it's, or he was steadfast when we were dating and now he's boring. And so it's so much a problem of perspective oftentimes. And I think about it this way. When I'm looking for the good in my husband, I find it. When I'm looking for things to criticize, mm. I also find that. Guilty. And so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a problem of perspective, and so yeah. we have to change what we're looking for. Yeah, there was a, um, a Celine Dion, Barbra Streisand song called Tell Him, Tell Them That You Love Him. Oh, right. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Would you like to sing that? No, no yeah, probably not. you don't want me singing anything, <laughs> I promise you. Well, you know, you say give him the word. Tell him why you're proud of him. Tell him why you feel safe around him. Then you go, tell him, you know, the ways why you feel taken care of and what a great dad he is. So once again, you're saying the truth here. Affirmation is very important. Absolutely. I think that every healthy guy needs to know that he is uh, uh, the three Ps, that he's providing for his family, 
that he's protecting his family and that he's a good parent. Now, you know, these are obviously just parents that we're talking to here. And the only person who can say you're doing a good job, honey, in these three areas, for the most part, is his wife. So we need to be the ones giving that specific encouragement. Yeah. And so, you know, they say what a marriage made in heaven or a marriage made in, you yeah. know, it's, it can be it can and be bad we, sometimes. We, you know, and obviously there are extreme circumstances. There are um, marriages of neglect and abuse. I am not speaking to that, of course. But when we get into the rut of everyday things, we have so much power to turn that around. And sometimes, you know, we're just in kind of the stalemate of, well, if he's not going to be nice to me, I'm not going to be nice to him. And we have to lay down our rights sometimes and just say okay i'm gonna die to self and i'm gonna be the one to give a compliment i'm Mm. gonna be the one to thank him for taking the garbage out even though i believe that's what he's supposed to do and so (laughs) i get stuck with that that, too (laughs) yes yeah and so to to be thanked is a beautiful thing and it's a great place to start Mm -hmm. now kathy how many years have you been married for yeah, I've been married for almost 12 years. Yes, and never a single fight? Uh, <laughs> we have very uh, heated disagreements sometimes. Yeah. Okay. But I will say this, Michael. We respect the heck out of each other. Mm. And so um, as we can disagree. We can fundamentally disagree about some stuff. But um, it never gets to a place of ugliness. I think we've tried really, really hard to say... You know what? We can disagree, but we're not going to get to that place of denigration. Yeah, I guess that's a place where marriages kind of break down if there's not that that wall of respect. So just for our audience here, you know, some of the topics, give them the word, express your husband the secret language of respect, uh, simply show up to life together with your husband. You also say, you know, super simple scripture, which is kind of fun when, uh, you know, hubby is tired. And then you say... Don't keep it G-rated when it comes to (laughs) make sure that your sex life is anything but an afterthought. Can you elaborate? Yeah. Keep clean, Kathy. For the first year, it's good. You know, we're making sure that things are happening when they're supposed to be happening. There's romance. There is, you know, going to bed early, those kind of things. And as we go along in the marriage, there's less and less of that. And so to concentrate on making sure that every aspect of our relationship is good and fun and healthy, Mm. you know, emotionally, but also sexually. And so making sure that that's a priority, understanding that that is a deep need for most men and for lots of women, too. But we we know the statistics for men. This is usually more important. So making sure that that is an item on our to do list, however, you as a couple have how often you guys have agreed that that needs to be on the table. Yeah, we're all adults here. And you say, truthfully, (laughs) when you think about it, sex is kind of the whole reason God created marriage in the first place. You know, it's his idea. He encourages you to do it often, you know, and be fruitful and multiply. So, you know, listen to that, uh, the audience here, that make sure you (laughs) pay attention to that one because, uh, you know, it can be ignored in in the marriage. And unfortunately, a lot of marriages go south when that happens. Um, Some men will appreciate this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, so many women want to be more emotionally connected with their husbands. Yes. And often sex is the way to do that. Now, when men want more sex, 
the way to do that is to be more emotionally connected with their wives. God has designed this so beautifully that each other's needs can be met hmm. through the same procedure. So let's let's make sure that this becomes a priority. Yes, I agree with that. And can you write a book on this or no? I have. It's called Hot Mamas. So. <laughs> oh my goodness, I didn't, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we got a couple of books here, and um, so also the no talking zone. Men will appreciate that some men just need some quiet. Give your husband some verbal space for a few minutes each night. You say that you know you're from a verbal family, big talkers, oh, yeah. big laughers, and uh, so your husband's a true introvert. How challenging has that been? Well, you know, it was definitely something I had to get used to because that's not who I am at all. And sometimes my my husband just needs some verbal air. You know, there just needs to be some quiet. And I've come to understand if I want to ask him questions, I want decisions from him, I can't talk my way into getting an answer from him. He's somebody who needs, you know, a little bit of time to process. And depending on how important the question is, he may need from 20 minutes to 24 hours. And so when I understood that, that he can give me a better, fuller answer after he's had a little time to process, it made it so I didn't need to talk everything to death mm. all the time. Yeah, and you also say play his favorite game with him. Get out your husband's favorite game. Yes, even if it's Madden NFL and you couldn't care less about football and just yeah. play with him. And then the next one, ask your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Connect with your mother-in-law and make yeah. her feel loved and not just liked. And guess what? My mother-in-law is visiting now. Oh, bless your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, you can win your wife's heart by treating her, her mom like gold. Yes. And, you know... This one of the things I asked my mother-in-law was what were Roger's favorite dishes when he was growing up? You know, what what did what did you serve and come to find out one of Roger's favorite dishes is meatloaf, but he didn't like how his mom did it. So <laughs> I hopefully I she's not listening here. recipe that was um that was just it's the best meatloaf recipe he's ever had. He's told me that. And so you know, this was good intel to collect on my husband so that <laughs> I can be the biggest blessing I possibly can to him. Yeah. You know, we don't like, as they say, watching chick flicks, you know, but you say mm -hmm. watch a boy movie with him, you know, let let movie night be all about his choices. No guilt tripping, begging or pleading for that new uh, rom corn. <laughs> what does that mean? Rom-con. Oh, rom, sorry. Sorry. That just uh, released. No, that's okay. Uh, can you, you talk? <laughs> that's not your genre. Yeah. You, you love <laughs> But yeah, you know, so Roger and I trade off. So we'll do, uh, we'll do a guy movie every once in a while and a chick flick every once in a while. And, uh, it would, it, it's made a difference. And I try to, I, I try to go into his universe. I try to, you know, watch the Star Wars movies and ask the right questions. And even me just trying to be interested is, is a huge blessing to my husband. <laughs> Well, you also say, speaking of movies, make him a movie star. You know, create a video with him as the star. Have you ever done yeah. that? Well, so what I did was I got a bunch of video clips together and just said it was kind of a hero's your life. I put some pictures with it with one of his favorite songs. He's a big James Taylor fan and just did. I, it was just a three minute video. But he loved that I did something creative. It was fun to do. It was fun to pull some of those things out. I got some of his baby pictures. It was really tremendous. And I think, like we said, you know, we do this for our kids. 
But we ha- have we ever thought to do it for our husband and get to show him how we see him and how we admire him? Yeah, another one, you know, I guess as a couple, a married couple, sometimes we don't take care of ourselves emotionally. And that could be a big kind of issue. And uh, can you talk about that? I think that's very important. Yeah. So oftentimes we expect our spouse to meet all of our needs. But, you know, our spouses are not usually trained psychologists. They are not counselors. And so I've found it very important, one, to figure out what do I discuss with my friends and what do I discuss with my husband? And then, two, there have been times in my life where um, I've, I've experienced some situational depression and, you know, I try to, you know, toughen it, tough it out. I don't need help. I'll just do this on my own. Well, what I've come to understand, I'm not the only one paying the price for that. So is my husband. Mm -hmm. And so to get the help that I need when I need it is something that's not just good for me. It's good for my marriage as well and good for my husband. Yes. And, you know, I should tell our audience, too, because Overwhelmed is your new book, you know, How to Quiet the Chaos and Restore Your Sanity. And we were going to do this book, but I started reading, you know, and the uh, 101 Simple Ways to Show Your Husband You Love Him and just thought, you know, that's really. But you, you do talk more in the book Overwhelmed, more about, you know, how to overcome uh, I guess the insanity and, and kind of, you know, as they say, how do you eat an elephant? You you know the answer, right? Oh, exactly. One bite at a time. Yeah. And that's what we talk about in Overwhelmed. Yes. And I recommend our audience to go out and get that book too, Overwhelmed, because, uh, you know, now let's get back to the hubby, okay? Yeah. <laughs> support, support is crazy dreams. Start dreaming with your husband, you know? Ah. And yeah, that kind of uh, goes south. How How have you dreamed with your husband once again? Well, you know, just something silly for his 50th birthday. He he grew up in Florida, and he said, I want to take our entire family to Disney World. And I thought, I can't think of anything I'd rather do less. But mm. I wanted to be excited with him. And so we got the kids together. We started um, saving and planning 18 months before his his birthday. And uh, we did eight days, and we did it as a family. And it was as much fun planning it as it was executing it. But there are other things, too. My husband um, wanted to start a small business. And I said, you know what? I am all in with you. Let's figure this out together. So we dreamed and planned, and we've been working on that. And just to say, you know, never to put limitations on those that we love to say, you know, is this really the right time? explore together be a supporter of his dream and if his dream isn't supposed to come to fruition let him figure it out don't be the Mm. squelcher yeah one of my personal favorites was women it's you know you said to the wives clean out your husband's car and then put his favorite snack in the car that was that took me over the top you know but (laughs) it's it really is it's such a small act of service Mm. but you know, to to let your husband know, you know what, you are on my mind. You are worth sacrificing for. You're worth serving hmm. in some small and simple ways every single day is 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 a gift. And I know that all of us as wives are doing so many things around the house, so many things with the kids, so many things already. But when we do something that is specific for our husband boy, it can go a really long way. Yeah, and I guess we could end it with really continuing that thought, the power of a well-placed thank you. When it comes to your man, it would be much harder to say, or it would be hard to say thank you too much. 
It's so true. Uh, again, they're not hearing it much in the world, but we as wives can be the ones to say it on a regular basis, thanking them for the things that they should be doing. We, I love to be thanked even when it's something I do every single day and our husbands feel the same way. Yeah, because the husband, a lot of times you mentioned, you know, feels inadequate and you know we have to be there you say you know as the wife and uh and pray for the for the marriage now one last question have you ever thought of writing just the opposite you know 101 simple ways to show your wife you love her if i could get a guy to buy it i would be i would write that in a second with my husband we do have a book called happy habits for every couple that really embodies some of these principles for the husband and the wife so that's the that's my that's my husband support out there well, audience, you know what to do. You know, Overwhelmed is the new book from Kathy Lipp, How to Quiet the Chaos and Restore Your Sanity. We just went over the other one. And uh, where can people buy your book and, and find out more about you? You know, any um, Christian retailer, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon.com. And what's your website? It's just KathyLipp.com, K-A-T-H-I-L-I-P-P.com. Kathy, you know your business. You know, you didn't even have a copy of the book to read during this interview. So you're the real deal. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Michael. What a great interview. Thank you for being on the program. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.